0: Whoa, and your motherfucking crew. Whoa. Uh, 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 uh. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, yeah, sir. Yes, sir, I'm back like fucking Tony Mantana. They tried to get me, you guys. They tried to get me. They did. They tried to get me. But I'm back. I'm back. It's been a minute. How how do y'all make it? How in the fuck could y'all possibly make it? Oh, hold on. I got that up. That ain't what we talking about. Y'all never mind that. Don't pay attention to that. Y'all just sit down for two seconds. Don't pay attention to that shit, man. See, y'all in class and y'all ain't supposed to be in class. Yeah, I'm talking about. We supposed to be in motherfucking class, man. What's going on, man? I'm off these thistles, man. Feeling good in a bitch, man. My fucking arm is fucked up. task what is up going on over here? All right, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Free gift. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. I'm I'm back, and this is great. This is great. When was the last time I seen y'all, everybody? When was the last time I seen y'all? Now, for everybody, I got two things going right here. Yeah, we're going on multiple multiple fucking platforms. I didn't figure this shit out, man. They cannot control the nigga. I don't give a fuck what Rescue Ranger Face, DJ Academics bitch ass says. They can't control the nigga. They can't control us. We do what we want to fucking do. We made it this far. We made this fucking country. You think we're gonna fucking let somebody tell us not a real nigga? You must be crazy. Fucking DJ academics trying to trying to school Charleston White. See, Debbie know what the fuck he's doing, nigga. You don't know what the fuck we doing. Trying to school somebody. Everybody know how it ain't hard to suck a dick, nigga. (laughs) DJ, DJ academics trying to teach somebody how to suck a dick. What you gotta do is you pull the dick out and then man, it ain't that hard. It's a long object, nigga. It's very easy to suck this. Motherfucker going to try to teach Charleston White the art of sucking a dick. nigga. we don't need to know what you got to do, Charleston White. Just get your business right and Blahzity skippity, man. I'm finna get on fucking DJ Academics today. Come on in here, y'all. Y'all get on in here, man. It's about to go down. I'm getting on DJ Academics. Man got his ass. Charlemagne talking with the, what's the brother's name? Larry Elder. Is that Larry Elder? Larry Elder, man. What What is White Broad? that used to fucking be an investigation under, we know about Larry Elder, man, but right is right. Fuck you talking about, man. Right is right. I don't care who say it. Motherfuckers act like just because you a prostitute, you all of a sudden didn't see what you saw. I hate that. I hate that when they try to, you know, prostitute be in court, telling some shit. Yeah, I see. And they'd be like, oh, lady, didn't you suck dick? So what? Who and why are you guys bringing that up? What does that have to do with the murder that I saw? The fact that I was sucking dick when I saw it. You know what I'm saying? That's prostitute. Oh, we got to just discredit her. Like, fuck, man, no. So Charlamagne the God, motherfucking DJ academics, man, they finna feel the wrath. They finna feel the wrath of the Negro today. Yeah, they finna feel the wrath of the Negro today. Man, y'all get on in here, man. It's been going down. We got UFC. We got uh, catching up. I suppose that's probably the more um, respectful thing to do just catch up with everybody, right? Simba, when's the last time I seen y'all? When's the last time? Y'all tell me, when's the last time I seen you? Y'all like this fucking cup? This shit's shit's dope, ain't it? Pineapple cup. I can't tell you how I got it, but I do things, you know, I got to get what I got to get. But when's the last time I saw y'all? It was like four months ago. Stop signs and masterpieces, man. Stop signs and masterpieces. Now, if you listen to my previous podcast, Stop Signs and Masterpieces, you will talk about how true artists do not create art on an assembly line kind of thing. That's what takes the joy. That's why they're going to clone meat on us. I just told my wife, I'm going to stop eating fucking meat because they're finna clone it. You can't make anything worth anything on an assembly line basis. You can't do it. That's why cars break down. That's why buildings crumble. That's why everything, because you cannot make certain shit with jizz, jizz, every episode. I'm coming to jizz, jizz, jizz. That means it ain't no art, man. There's no art in what you do. You understand what I'm saying? Picasso didn't paint. That was what the episode Stop Signs and Masterpieces was about. Is a true artist gets inspired and then creates. He doesn't create for money. Money can't be your inspiration, not for a true artist. So I haven't seen you all in four months. Why? Well, because I've been fucking eating off my fucking podcast. That's why. Yeah, I've been podcasting for 10 years, and it took a long time for me to learn this game. Nobody taught it to me, and I didn't need anybody to teach it to me. I'm glad I learned it the way I learned it. But it took a while for everything to line up and for episodes, and it's it's a lot, guys. You know, doing this podcast, I understand why niggas pay white folks to just say you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, here, you just do that shit. It is a lot, but you learn so much when you do it. So the last, I think when I last episode, I had finally collected from all my episodes, took the family on a vacation. We went to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? We've been running around and just having fun and just recharging the old battery. Recharging the battery. I'm not a, you know, I come to the internet. And I do this, but this is not like some people have no life without this. Like DJ academics, I can't tell you the last time I seen DJ academics walking around. He tried to do the DJ academics, Nappy Roots Fair. Eight people showed up in real life. Nigga, I did a fucking TNSP fucking uh, the North Star podcast, you know, little extravaganza. More than eight people showed up, nigga. Eight people showed up to see old DJ academics and he going to try to school Charleston white on what he needs to do. Eight people, eight real people showed up to see act. Okay. When you did the nappy roots fest and we got to see what, what crowd is this? Cause act be acting like it'd be 6,000 people on your YouTubes and 4,000 people on your rumbles and 10,000 people in your discourse. But, but nigga, when it was time to do a real live show, and real live people wanted to come and see you because that's what it's got to be about, right? I can't tell niggas what's cool and what's corny, I can only decide that for myself. But I do know that whatever somebody considers cool, they're gonna go see. There's no way Malcolm X just came, there's no way anybody that I think is cool comes and I don't go see him. Telling you right now, I know Malcolm X is dead, I'm just using that as an example. There's not too many people walking and living that I like, Colin McGregor. Good example. Connor McGregor's in Minnesota. No fucking way I don't go down there and try to go see Conor McGregor, nigga, because I think the motherfucker's cool than the motherfucker, and I'm hoping to try to, hey, what up, my nigga? Hey, get your Irish ass on the podcast, boy. Count them out. So, yeah, you don't, nigga. Eight people showed up to see ACT. No one, body. hey no bitches is dying to just, oh, I got to see this, nigga. Is ACT really like that. No intellectuals want to talk to him. No business people are dying to get in contact with him to, bring his businesses to new apps. You know what I'm saying? Act has chatbots. That's what all the bloggers, Aiden Ross, the Kanat black nigga with the dreads. I don't know where that black nigga, the Kai Kanat black nigga, the, all the bloggers, they have chatbots, nigga. They have real people. And that's the bad part. I don't know what was you thinking, Act. You need schooling. Nigga, Act, you know the, the chat bots is your support system. You got 17 real people total that really f- talk to you and fuck with you. 17. The rest is chatbots. Why the fuck would you do a rap? You know what I'm saying? You try to use Charleston White's name. Why would you do a fucking show knowing you ain't got that pull like that? You know people ain't fucking with you like that, nigga. You know when you go out, people be like, oh, 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 and you get bombarded. DJ Academics. What's this nigga's real name? I want to find out DJ Academics' real name, and I got to start calling him that. Cause he looks like rescue ranger chippendale y'all remember chippendale rescue ranger nigga looks like a chipmunk nigga trying to get at erica but and scissor nigga come on now the fuck is wrong with you bro that's how you know you better keep your ass in that house act eh? you better not never be no nigga like me you better not never be no nigga like me that walks around and man please nigga niggas beating caught you and get you a few so uh anyway so yeah i was able to and i still got it i'm still able to make Lucrative amounts of money like this. This is going to be a high string because you guys have been waiting so long to hear me. So when you see this new episode pop up, this is going to start driving the traffic back again. But yes, now what I can say is, I ain't never going to take no four month break again. All right, the accident had a lot to do with that. Accident had a lot to do with that too. So it was a it was kind of like a culmination and a combination, if you will, of the accident. Um, and like I said, I've been misdiagnosed four times during this fucking process, man. They said I had a broke shoulder blade. Next thing I know, I got a fucking torn labrum and a torn bicep and a broke scapula and a torn, broke fucking clavicle bone. Fuck, man. The hospital system, man. The crookedest crooks around. Anyway. Yeah. So dealing with that, I got the accident and then I got the reaping the rewards of my podcast mixed in with also needing to unplug see i'm not a i'm not a fucking computer person like that i see people on their phones i could never be no person like that i'm not that i'm not a person that needs to be on my phone all the day while i'm around people and really need to have engaging conversations you know what i mean that's not me no not that not that kind of person i use the internet as a way to drive traffic so you see this shit i drew it you see these clothes that's why the price is what they are by the way sidebar Uh the Revelware store is officially up and all running. Everybody on there, the Revel, the Revoware store is officially up and running. The online store. Click the link in the bio. Click the Revoware, Grab you something. If you don't got no money to spend, take your broke ass home. I don't want to hear about what you don't got. I had to draw these designs. All this shit. I have to go to... Remember what Frank Lucas did to get the cocaine? Do you guys remember when Frank Lewis... Frank Lucas, an American gangster, had to go to Asia to get his heroin. That's what I have to do to make my sweaters. That's why the price is so high. That's all I'm going to tell you is I don't have no. That's what academics doesn't understand about niggas in the chitlin circuit and how the Underground Railroad, DJ academics, you fucking immigrant St. Lucia Jamaican half-jafakin' ass nigga. Not even Jamaican. You're a jafakin'. Jafakin' St. Lucia, born on a resort, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, chubby digit cheap. Ass nigga, fuck are you talking about? Got your mom in there with you. Fuck is wrong with you, nigga. What kind of shit? Nigga, your mom is supposed to be living somewhere doing her thing. What if mom want to walk around naked? Mom's still buying me shit, nigga. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Oh, I'm rich other nigga. At some point, it's too, you can't be living with moms no more. Fuck are you talking about, nigga? Not living with my mom no more, nigga. Unless she's like super old, can't get around, and it's time to put her in a retirement home. Then my mom comes and lives with but nigga, my mom's out sprying shit. Nigga, talking about baby. I put you get, get the fuck, nigga. That's why you act the way you act, DJ. You get drunk, and you and you go on a fucking tirade about shit that you have no intentions on backing up. So you keep your ass trapped in the closet like our Kelly. Okay, that's what you do, act. Then you, you see niggas, real live niggas, come around and it does. You don't like it. You made your you made your bones off the fucking Chirac, Warren Chirac, Black mothers crying. Black babies dying. You made a mockery of it so so much that Vic Mensa, he's the most harmless Chicago person out of them. And I'm not saying Vic Mensa's harmless. I'm saying out of all the Chicago niggas, he's one of the most harmless. He just wanted to put knuckles on you. It's real fucking shit going on there, and you made a mockery of it. That's why it's funny for me to hear or anybody to hear you tell Charleston White what he needs to say. Just say it. That's what you you did say it. I don't know why the world didn't hear it. I think the world did hear it. I think that niggas is just so brainwashed now that we don't have any fight in us. We don't have no ancestors in us. We don't have no gumption. But we heard it. We heard DJ academics say, "Charleston, white, you can't make blanket statements about Asians, about whites, about gays, about Jews." He didn't say nothing about black people. He did not throw black people in there, and he did that shit like three times. He said that same phrase, "Charleston, you can't make blanket statements. Blanket statements about." jews and about um latinos mexicans he he, met, he said everybody he did not say black people in there because dj academics has said out of his mouth you can basically insult everybody on planet earth i mean he said you basically can't insult anyone on planet earth except niggas he said this multiple times niggas ain't gonna do shit. he said it out of his mouth so this is the problem. Like I said, we're going to diagnose this, but let me stay on me. Why did I do this? Who is that? Where is that at? Okay. Yeah. Send where you've been. Send where you've been. So we catching up. So I got the accident and um yeah, like I said, the podcast, getting everything lined up, everything ready to go. It takes some time. I needed to unplug and just enjoying the fruits of my labor. I've been podcasting a lot. Like it was getting to the point where I would only miss like four days and that would be something. I've been podcasting for 10 years, you guys, 10 years. 10 fucking years I've been podcasting. You feel me? A long time to be doing it and just doing it and editing. And I do everything myself. I pay for it myself. There is no teams. There is no, you know, sponsors, you know, there is no behind this behind the closet plugs or anything. Nigga, no, I gotta go out, get it. And when I come back, I gotta give it to my family, whatever's left over. I try to spread it and do with this podcast. And that's how it's been for 10 years. You feel me? So yeah, nigga, this shit it's draining. Sometimes you see how easy it is for me to speak like this and talk like this, but this shit gets draining after you do it for 10 years. Nigga need to unplug, you know what I'm saying? Recharge that battery and come back again. So that's what it was. That's all it was. But um, yeah, I'm definitely back again for the long haul and maybe another 10 years. I'll need another, you know, four months. Is that all right? Am, am I, am I um, entitled to that? If I give you guys 10 years of podcasting consistency, can I get four months off? You know what I mean? We'll see. Say hell no, nah, nigga, you better get your ass back in here and entertain us, nigga. Entertain, nigga, entertain. Uh yeah. So what's going on, Simbali? We are back, the North Star Podcast. Oh, and another update. Like I said, while I got you guys here, don't forget to fucking click that link in the bio. Just look through the Revoware. See if there's something you like. I'll be putting up new products, new designs. I'll be, I'll be making shit slow slowly. This is all me. See what I mean? This is all me. A lot of people have different people that do different things for them. I come up with the content. I do this. I learn the my own tech support. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm my own tech support. I have to edit the clips and I have to come up with the designs and draw them for the clothes and do all of this. So I have a lot of things that I have to do for myself. And I'm fine with doing them. Fine with doing them. But I just need the people that are out there that I see, like the 68, how many over here? 70 people over here. I don't know what's going on with the YouTube. This shit is funny. This, this thing, but this, see, this is what I'm learning is that this is going to build up slowly, but I finally found something to help get me in the faces of the people who want to see my content. We're going to be unleashing a whole like uh, new rollout within the next like month to two months, the next month to two months, we're going to be really turning things up as far as the social media presence, because I understand it. I understand what it is. I understand how to use it. And I understand why I don't have a larger audience like I should have. That's because I'm just throwing shit out there, hoping that it happened or I've been like even this episode, I haven't actually applied all the things that I want to do with this. This is still me. Only difference is I'm aware now before I would be in here like, what the fuck is going on? Why? I know. (laughs) know Yeah, I mean, I know there's a market for people who want to hear a black man from America speak the way that I speak. No victimization, no crying, no complaining. Very witty, intelligent, funny, charming, and humorous. There has to be a market for that. There has to be, mainly because every time I see a nigga, we're stupid. We're the opposite of that. We're stupid. All we care about is the bag. We can't speak. We're not smart. We have nothing intellectual or inspirational to say. All we can say is recycled shit from other great people. That's what black men have become a a fucking custom and good at. Quoting other great men to try to prove that they're great fuck out of here. Everything that I say comes from my brain. If I use somebody else's shit, I'm going to sh- tell you, hey, you know who I got that from? I got that from this person. But 90% of this shit is all Ali, me. Anyway, so bam. Um. So yeah, we got the clothing line out and I'm going to be doing the live streams here. I'm going to be, like I said, I should have a bigger audience. I finally realized why I'm not getting in the face of the people that I want. And the next month I'm going to spend dedicated to doing the necessary steps to making sure that the people that want to see me, anybody. So you're saying, Simba, what are you saying? This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that in the world, right? That's what the internet has done. The internet has made the world small. In the world, if there's somebody that would like this live stream that I'm doing, if there's somebody that likes the way that I look, likes the way that I speak, likes the way that I sound, likes my backdrop of Nipsey Hussle and Muhammad Ali and you know my homeboy B.C over there and if they like my clothes, if they like my shades, my, my fucking jewelry, and my chain, and my cast, and they want to hear me speak, it's going to be made sure that I get on their radar. When they open their phone up, they're going to see Simba Ali, those people. Now, the people that might not like it and probably don't, it'll be just like now. I'll, I'll stay off their radar. But the people who move around and would love to hear, man, I would love to sit into a Simba Ali live stream and ask them some questions and you know, even say, fuck you or whatever. I just would, I would like that. That guy right there is somebody I would like to watch. I'm going to make sure that I'm on their fucking front page like newspaper. You know, remember in the newspaper when you open the door, that kid be right by, newspaper? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Y'all remember that shit? Y'all ain't never hustled like that. I saw newspapers. Nigga, I, I, I I've always been a little go get it motherfucker. Newspaper? You know what I'm talking about? You wake up in the morning, open that door, you got the coffee and that paper hits you on the ground, pow. There's a whole generation that has no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, that's how you used to get your information back in the days. So anyway, that's how I'm going to be with my content. As soon as somebody wakes up in the morning and they open their phone, when they go YouTube, they're going to say, here's Simba Ali's last live stream. Do You know about to do Simba Ali on Instagram. Hey, Simba, every time they open, Simba Ali, Simba Ali. Hey, who is this dude? I, he's funny. I like him. He's witty. He's charming. He's special. I feel him. And he's influential. He's a leader. He's a goddamn leader, strength, determination, and discipline. I'm about to get back naked on y'all. I didn't gain a little bit of weight. Yeah, I didn't gain some weight, man. It's it's tough. Nigga can't run off painkillers and the best food, nigga. I mean, the best food, nigga, off the best drugs, nigga, the legal ones, legal drugs. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Ain't that a bitch for years? They used to say they're selling drugs to our kids. I remember they used to say that when they used to chase us, when we used to sell drugs and lock us up. Yeah, when we sold drugs all the white people and all the people. All like, oh, you motherfuckers. They're selling drugs to kids. and turn around, y'all selling drugs to kids. These fucking drugs that I got, man, this shit's legal. Man, please, they trying to hook me. I'm about to get off that shit, though. I'm telling you guys. I'm going to flush that shit down the toilet like a dope <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I see this heroin is strong, Jack. I'm glad, man, if I was in the 70s, I'd have been a, I might have been a junkie, nigga. I might have been a straight-up junkie. coaster. Oh love you know what i'm talking about that's what i would have been niggas would have came in my house or whatever roller coaster oh 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 roller coaster Oh love you know what i'm talking about i'd have been high off that smack i've been high off that smack nigga. but anyway so yeah got that everybody in the building keep coming keep coming keep coming keep coming see over here they fucking me again so symbol you keep pointing over here what is this well this is a new site right I'm learning. You see, you got to fuck with YouTube. You fuck with Twitter. You fuck with Instagram. I'm going to build those up. And in about a month, it's going to be filled with a whole new audience. Nobody will be able to get in contact or touch with me if you're not in there early. If you know me and you're like, oh, I remember him, you better get your fucking seat to the show now because pretty soon I'm not going to be able to see your comments through all the comments that are flooded, about a month. But what I did find is another app. There's a bunch of streaming apps and a bunch of apps that are trying to be the next YouTube. They're trying to be the next Instagram. They're trying to be the next Facebook. And what they do is if you can hurry up and get on these apps early, right? You get on them early before they start getting the influencers, the Kim Kardashians, the Snoop dogs, before the big cats start coming to their platform, you become a big dog on the platform. Like I got a hundred people. That's pretty big. You know what I'm saying? A hundred people on their shit. Cause they're just getting started. hundred people ain't shit on Instagram. That ain't shit on YouTube. That ain't shit on Facebook, but a hundred people on this thing. And they're trying to build their platform. I'm I mean? so that's what I'm doing. And pretty soon, I'll have a big market on them, and I'm gonna tell them to cut the check. This people, I'm not gonna tell you guys who it is, cause then you'll go and you'll try to. Don't tell people what you're doing; just do it. But anyway, I'm streaming over here with a whole new app that got some streams and people talking and shit. Like I said, I'm a, and I should be actually talking more to these people, cause they're they're doing more shit. You know what I'm saying? They're actually putting money in the fucking account. You feel me? What's going on, people? Let me know where you're from. Let me know where you're from. Oh shit. Yeah, they fucking with me hard. So, anyway, so what happens is once you become a big dog over here, then I can call, hey, man, cut the check, man. When I go live on y'all shit, man, I got 3,000, 4,000 people, fam. I'm big, don't finna take this 4,000 people somewhere else so I can bring them to your shit every day. Cut me the check, man. That's how DJ Academics got the rumble. That's how Aiden Ross and uh, what's the nigga's name? Kai Kanat, Kai Kanat, Aiden Ross. That's how they got the kick. I found mine. You got to hustle, man. I don't know what the fuck y'all be doing, man. I'm nigga, I'm gonna get it, nigga. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna chase it down till I die, nigga. Nigga, I nigga that's when I'm gonna really quit when I die. So everybody keeps wanting to know, nigga, I just told everybody. I gave a secret on my first episode back. I will quit when I'm dead, stiff. Then you can say he ain't. And I still might reincarnate and come back and do a couple more episodes. Nigga, you got me fucked up. I love this shit. But nigga, nigga had to really in yeah, charge the battery, reinvent. And oh, So um, speaking of reinvent. so I got the live stream. So I'm going to be doing this. This will be just consistent. I'm going to try to keep up with the current events, whatever's happening. We can talk about it here. I'll bring your comments up on the pages. We can have fun here. I'm going to have the podcast, which is what you're listening to now for all my truckers uh, who've been missing me. You know what I'm talking about? They've been missing me, probably been dissing me. You know what I'm saying? They've been missing me, dissing me. Bitches been trying to kiss me. But you know what I'm talking about? But they've been missing me. To all my truckers out there that are driving, who's been saying where's Simbali? I've got every message. Trust me, every message that you sent me on Instagram, every message that you sent me through all my a- avenues, I've gotten them. Where are you at, bro? We need an episode. It's boring without you. I'm listening to all these boring podcasters. It's I know. I'm trust me. I had it, it, trust me. I heard you. I'm back, baby. I'm back to all my truckers out there, to all my Uber drivers, Door dashers, all my lifters. You know what I mean? Everybody out in the cars getting it. Fuck priority. I don't like those for a personal reason. But shout out to the to the everybody else that's doing the um. What do they call that? Couriers. You guys are couriers. You know, pulling up and getting it how you get it. point A to point B to C. You're fucking with the greatest. TNSP. Here we go, fellas. Let's get on the motherfucking roller coaster. But anyway, before we get into the show, look how long I've been talking and we ain't even gotten to the show yet. See, this is what DJ Academics doesn't understand. This is what he doesn't understand, nigga. That nigga need Hennessy and all kind of shit to do. I've been talking 30 minutes, and I ain't even started the show. But I'm telling you guys what to expect. I got the clothing line. Click on that if you fuck with me. We got the live stream. If you like live streams and just want to come in and chat and likes to see how somebody is um, live without, you know, all the fucking bells, whistles, and all the made-up shit, straight live, press that red button and see what it is. And also, if you want to just talk about the current events as they happen— I got the TNSP live stream is for you. I got for the people out there, like I say, my truckers and my don't give a fuckers. You feel me? My truckers, my couriers, my drivers, and my don't give a fuckers. My survivors, my people out there getting it in that car and they need that different, you know what I mean? You need different shit. You can only listen to the radio so long. You can only listen to your playlist so many times. You need a different avenue. And Simba Ali, like I said, will get you from point A to point B. So I got the podcast that's on Apple, that's on iHeart, that's on Spotify, That's on Blurberry. That's on fucking every place that you stream a goddamn podcast. You you can find the North Star Podcast. So that's for you. So I got the podcast, live stream, got the clothing line. Then we got the real official new show. I'm not going to be interviewing. Listen, this is another thing. Dear Minnesota people, y'all need to get away from the hip hop fire, right? You guys got to get away from the fucking hip hop fire. You got to. You got to. Everybody's trying to warm their fucking nigga paws around the hip hop fire. It's an oversaturated market. And Minnesota is not a hotbed for rap talent. It's not like people are just, oh, man, Minnesota, it's always meant nothing. We're nothing here. We're a bunch of watered down, wannabe ass niggas, even the street niggas here. Even the street niggas here are watered down. They're just tough to us watered down niggas, too. You know what I'm saying? If you put the toughest Minnesota niggas in some real shit, we wouldn't survive. We don't make it. It, this, it ain't enough niggas shit here. Not in that way. You know what I mean? Now, you might have some real live niggas here, some real live black people, but any nigga that's too far in the gang shit, that means you're following the ideology of a boy. So that's what can separate. How do, what you saying? Everybody in Minnesota is pussy. No, nigga, I'm saying if you're looking at a nigga that's too street and too caring about street shit, nigga, put him in a real street area, nigga, that nigga will crumble fold. I guarantee it in Minnesota. We don't make those kind of niggas. Now, if you're talking about men with values, we have some of those here. We have some of those here from the black men that migrated to Minnesota and passed those values down some way somehow i don't know how they got it but there's some men that don't give a fuck about street culture don't care about none of that shit, don't care understand that the world that we're living in now is not the world we were living in then i'm living in the problems of today and today my problems are way different than what my grandfather's and my great great grandfather's problems were and if i keep focusing on what their problems were not addressing the problems of today i'm going to get swallowed up or i'm going to get ate by the fucking attackers and the criminals and the, and the wicked uh, instruments of evil that are out here trying to deceive and take my life right now. So yeah, you got people like that here in Minnesota. You got people like that here in Minnesota. Real live motherfuckers. But any nigga that's way too caught up in street shit, nigga, you too far from that nigga. <laughs> you too far from that to be that. How are you that nigga? you ain't packed up and really went to where it's at. Any nigga that likes something or pack up and go where it's at you blood and encrypting and and I can't do that here in Minnesota. Fuck you fuck you <laughs> We are back, baby. Get y'all ass in here. Sit down and grab some popcorn. We are back. Nigga. nigga, Nigga's talking with all my blood. Nigga, if Minnesota's too far to be blood and cribbing, why wouldn't you just pack up and go to Cali, nigga? I'm a GD. I'm a vice or a nigga. Chicago's too close. See what I'm saying? Chicago's too close. Why wouldn't you just go to where it's at and be a real one, nigga? I hate all this playing around shit, nigga. That's what I don't like. When niggas want to be gangster, then they want to be civil rights, then they want to be Malcolm X. Then they want to be victims. Then they, nigga, you got to be one thing, fam. You're one thing. If you're a gangster, I'm a gangster. There is no ins and outs. That's one thing I like about international gangsters. Chinese, Russian, Mexican, all the other gangsters, they're gangsters. And Nigga, we kill anybody. And when I say anybody, it means anybody. I don't care about who, what, all oh, that stuff. I don't care. He shouldn't have been fucking with us. And whatever comes with it, comes with it. You think we scared to die or go to jail? We knew that was going to happen. We're planning for it. We know that they were hurt. It's like, you know how the Vikings be at Valhalla. They want to die in an honorable way so they can get to Valhalla. That's how gangsters are supposed to look at the pen, nigga. That's how gangsters are supposed to look at the pen. Like Vikings look at Valhalla, nigga. You can't tell a Viking you're going to die, bitch. What are you, so I'm trying to die. That's how I think that gangsters should look at jail and dying, Nigga, we're trying to do that. We're not trying to get a job. Nigga, we're not trying, we're not trying to start a business, nigga. What <laughs> you Niggas too many gangsters, nigga. I'm starting a business, nigga. What are you talking about? Are you gangster? Nigga, gangsters go to jail and laugh. Tell the judge, suck on the top part of my dick, bitch. Get my cell ready. I knew this day would come. I couldn't wait. Nigga, go to jail. Nigga, I had some push-ups I've been waiting to do. Fuck you talking about nigga. That's how gang. I, I'm saying it, just own what it is. I like want people to be something and own what it is. I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster, media guy, talk shit. I'm funny. If I'm ever in a situation where somebody gets the best of me talking, it's what it is, nigga. Fuck you talking about. And you lost that day. Don't go crying trying to be something else, nigga. Oh, he, no, he didn't got you, nigga. This is your field. Fuck you. How you losing your field, nigga? Should be ready for this shit. What the fuck you talking about. Should we go? Let's go, y'all. Let's go. we 30 minutes in, man. Let's, let's go. Let's go, nigga. Let's go. Like Denzel told the white dude in the training day. Let's go, nigga. Let's go all right so Charlemagne gets destroyed by larry elder do y'all want to watch that let's watch it together so we can actually break down what the fuck happened because that was some beautiful shit nigga that was some real live beautiful shit let's 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 see let's see Mm -mm 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 -mm. but thank you to everybody that's out there rocking with the north star podcast tnsp like i said make sure that you go get that merchandise it's the best merchandise out there on the motherfucking planet. Revelware. we got the space ages, you know, we got all kind of shit, man. We got all kind of shit. We got the space ages. We got the, the indigenous Americans. That's one of my favorite ones. We got the dopes differences of opinions that push enlightenment people. Push enlightenment people. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Who does shit like that, bro? That's what I want to know. Who does shit like that? Talk about a nigga. You think I'm finna sell my sweater for $50? You must be crazy. You know how hard it is to come up with an acronym, nigga? I came up with an acronym, bitch. Pay me for my acronym. my thought, nigga, thought. And my, like I say, my sweaters are conversation starters. You wear my shit, somebody's coming up to you for sure and saying, hey, where did you, what's that mean? And I, and I always send my merchandise with little tags that explain what it is so you're not like, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That'd be fucked up. Uh, I don't know. Come on, man. What the fuck are you talking about, man? No, nah, I got all that shit in there for you. Tells you exactly what it is. Tells you exactly what it is. D.O.P. What does that mean? Um, This means differences of opinion that push enlightenment. Oh, yeah, that's what that means. So, That's dope. So differences of opinion. Yeah, you know, like iron sharp as iron kind of shit. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I know. That's why we called it dope. <laughs> that's why we called it dope. I mean, that's pretty dope. I know, motherfucker. That's why we called it that. That's why he called it that. Hey, where'd you get that from, man? This dude named What? Here it is right here. Bang, bang. And I'm telling you, man, I'm on a mission, man. I'm on a mission so grandiose. Some grandiose shit. But one thing that I don't, uh, I'm, yeah, this is taking a long time, guys. I'm sorry. Library. Is this my history? There we go. I was trying to find my history, and I couldn't find it. All right, so let's see history. Bom, bom, bom. Let's see where Charlemagne gets fucking annihilated. You guys want to hear that? Charlemagne get annihilated by the Larry Felder nigga. By the Larry Felder nigga. Yeah. And I be doing niggas like this, but you know, you want to know why I like this so much? Because what, what Larry Felder was saying that argument that him and Charlemagne was having is the same argument that um I have with people. I have the same argument with people, and it's from the same innate thing. A lot of them, a lot of uh, people that I talk about issues when it comes to being black or Donald trump um a lot of people put their fingers in their ears and go, blah, blah, blah. i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it and i'm just surprised that people do that with that right they'll listen to lgbtq they'll listen to all kind of other bullshit and they'll hear and they'll hear somebody say kanye's crazy and they'll they'll play with that But when somebody wants to talk about oh uh the truthness about what's hurting black people or why they might support Donald Trump and Donald Trump not being right. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Grown grown people. It's shocking. But here's uh, Charlemagne the God and uh, the brother Larry Elderman going back and foul. Going back and foul. Oh, Oh, yeah. Here you go.
1: They're saying that Charlemagne allegedly got checked by Larry Elder. Uh, let's watch the video. If you don't know, he's like a politician. Um, he's right-wing leaning. And he had, he did an interview on The Breakfast Club. I watched the whole thing. To, give, to summarize, I've never seen The Breakfast Club do this before. But clearly, this Larry Elder nigger was a little bit witty. And with some of his talking points that, you know, um, I guess liberal media might not agree with. Not only was Charlemagne having this interview with him, they had this other person on Zoom, like teaming up to try to, like you know, uh, um, debunk some of the stuff he was saying. Regardless, at the end of the interview, Charlemagne asked him a question because you know Charlemagne was almost kind of painting him to be like what people would say he's a sellout. He's like you know he's he's cooning for the white man, right? And he basically asked the guy. Have you ever heard of a nigga wake-up call? Because that usually what they ask people- Y'all ever heard who of a wake-up call? You know, That's they're the black, but they, that. Think, they think they have the privilege of white people until they don't. This is what this exchange was. Have you ever heard <clears> of the term a uh, nigga wake-up call?
2: No.
3: It is an incident where a person of color forgets that they are of color and are reminded rather brutally by an unexpected act of racism. Have Brother. you ever had any- Brother. I'm just asking, I'm just- have, you think you've ever well, I'm I'm acutely
2: aware, Charlemagne, that I'm a black person, just as you are a black person. And when uh, Joe Biden insulted you by saying, mm-hmm. "You ain't really black," we don't know whether.
0: Stop. <clears throat> see right there. We are about to go into this this shit on some, but see right there, right there is what I don't like. There was no point to that, Charlemagne. That's so weak, man. He seems like the kind of guy. That would have to take pussy from a girl or have to get her drunk or put something in her drink in order to fuck. That's how you get the conversation you want going. You don't know how to just have a conversation and then wait for the moment to arise where he says something stupid. You're going to try to force something on him. Do you know what a nigga and then start laughing like (laughs) a nigga wake up moment is is when did you have your nigga wake up moment? I guess not, because you got a black woman. Niggas wave that. I seen some stupid nigga. Who is this? I'm finna get this nigga on Twitter too. Some stupid ass nigga. Any black man, I understand women doing it. Women, they got women ways. It's just women ways, you know. But a man that the only thing that you can do is say, you got a white girl, so you you just you're I think black men that think like that should be shot. I think that black men that have that kind of mind frame where they see a black man with a white man and you—you you can't. So what? That I don't. Just because somebody eats Chinese food, don't mean that they're gonna love Chinese people over me. They like Chinese food. You can't. You don't know what to judge a. You can't judge a person off that. And that's what Charlamagne, look how quick, I guarantee, watch as this plays out. Well, I'm just a black man with a black woman. Oh, so you're, you're been, because what that does is all black women immediately say, oh, they get relaxed. Oh, anything he said, we got to listen. I got a black woman at home. What the fuck does that mean? That's not the topic of the conversation. Now, if that was the topic of the conversation, that would mean something. We're talking about black women and black relationships and well i got a black woman so i'm going to talk from that perspective all right by all means nigga, please you speak everybody else shut the fuck up simba be quiet you don't you we're talking about black relationships right now that's the topic the black relationships between a black man and a black woman is the subject of the conversation so when Charlemagne says well i got a black woman my nigga, now speak we're going to talk to you simba you got to sit for a second And I can sit and say, okay, that's the subject. That's not something. But when you're talking about something that, okay, well, this is something that I do know about. This is something that I have studied. This is something I do have a valid opinion about. Oh, oh, you ate a taco, so you fuck with Mexicans. And any black man that does that, I seen something. I'm gonna get him on Twitter. I'm gonna get him. But it's so what. Larry Elder has a white woman. Doesn't matter. Is what he's saying, right? Or is what he's saying wrong? Not does it hurt it, my feelings and I'm not ready to deal with it. That's not wrong. That's what I don't like. This new era of living in my truth. Well, what if your truth is a goddamn lie? What if your truth is a goddamn lie? Simba Ali, you're in court. Did you steal the peanut butter out of the jar? Did you steal peanut butter out of the Walmart? No, that's my truth is no. But Simba, we have you on camera right here, stealing. That's the truth. But my truth, my my truth is, my, my truth is, but your truth, Simba, is a goddamn lie. So your truth shouldn't matter. Because the truth is on camera. We got you stealing the peanut butter. We're living in an era now where my truth supersedes the truth and that shit bothers the fuck out of me so when Larry Elder is talking who cares if it hurts our feelings who cares if it makes us feel bad and who cares if maybe we feel like he shouldn't be saying that out loud that might be some in-house stuff we need to do with. but we're not doing it we're not dealing with it in-house right just like molestation. you Okay, if we're going to deal with it, if somebody in our family has been molested and we want to deal with it as a family, that's fine. It's fine. Then let's deal with it. Let's get him and whoop his ass, fuck him up, and then tell him he can't come around no more. But if we do nothing, we can't be mad when she grows up and goes to the police and gets his ass locked up. We did nothing. So now she's doing something. That's what people like me, people like Charleston White, that's what we're enough we're not dealing with these issues of gang violence we're not dealing with the issues of unhealthy relationships between black men and black women because the woman thinks she's the mom and the man has the role of the boy we're not talking about unhealthy dynamics at home why the woman can't see the man as a man and why the man has to not be the man in order to be with this woman we're not going to talk about how the people that come from black communities Get million dollar, billion dollar checks for sports, drugs, and entertainment and never take that money and funnel it back into the righteous part of their communities so that their communities don't look the way that it does 10, 20, 30, 40 years later. See, these are the truths, guys. And when Larry Elder starts talking the truth to Charlemagne, who just wanted to open up, do you know what a nigga wake up moment is? Where is the nigga wake up moment? Where, where is that? What book? Go ask somebody in Spain do they know what a nigga wake up moment is, Charlemagne you greasy rapist, fucking rapist. Go yeah, go ask somebody in Spain, Charlemagne, if they know what a nigga wake up moment is. Go ask somebody in Russia. Go ask a billionaire. Go ask a trillionaire. Go ask people on the trilateral commission. Go ask people that sit on the Senate. Go ask important people that shape and change laws. Go ask the people on the on uh Wall Street who have something to do with the price of gold and orange juice and some money going on. go ask those people do they know what a nigga wake up moment is and if they don't know what a nigga wake up moment then it's goddamn important what a goddamn nigga wake up moment, why are you asking this intelligent man what a nigga wake up moment is that's the smartest thing you can think of Charlemagne you motherfucking rapist, you slick oily bastard you couldn't have an intellectual conversation but you're the head voice, you have black effect network, you have so much power but this, you're the voice of media. You're the voice of mental health. You should be because you're mentally fucking retarded. You're mental retarded. That's the only way that you should be the voice of mental health. You're using it to placate black people. And to you, you're trying to open the door for black people to use their feelings about slavery that they didn't experience. Their feelings about racism that they don't or didn't ex- and didn't experience you're trying to give them a way out to say that mental health and to cry and to be bitch made, pain taken, pain pill taken, given up, docile, weak, beta, not even human beings anymore. We're just sheep. We're cattle. We're like the cows. Just make a hamburger out of me. Just do it. Make a hamburger out of me if I ever get to that point where I have no kind of fucking gumption. I know life ain't easy. I don't need life to be fucking easy. You know what I mean? I just needed to fucking, I just need to have the, I don't need to have every force in the planet against me. And that's what it felt like to be a nigga in the fucking early eras of Antebellum in the 1950s, 40s, 30s, 1900s. The whole world was against you, nigga. I can't even go out my door. Nigga, I can play PlayStation. Nigga, I can fuck holes off rolls. I can smoke weed. I can go into the NBA. Nigga I can rap, nigga I can, nigga I can do anything I want to do. What the fuck am I complaining and crying about? That's what a man would tell you. Shit, that's what a woman would tell you. You know what I'm saying? Only a retarded, mentally disabled person would say, "Well, find something to cry about." Find something to cry about. <laughs> you think that the fucking cavemen and the people in the old days, do you think they didn't deal with depression? sure they did but they were too busy to focus on it nigga they had to survive run from the lion nigga the fucking nigga the vikings are coming they ain't got time to sit and cry and think about oh i got mental depression, nigga please so anyway let's go on i'm sorry guys but yeah this that just fucked me up that charlemagne is supposed to be the voice of black media he's sitting down with this man and he couldn't even just have a normal intellectual conversation with him he had to jump do you know what I just want to know, do you, and I'm sure he didn't start the conversation off with this. I'm being a little bit upset. I might have jumped the gun. All right, let's get back to it, people. I'm sorry. I think I might have jumped
2: in. ...that you want to vote for me or vote for Donald Trump. Uh, it seems to me that should have been a wake-up call on your part. How dare this guy come in here and insult you, a black man, and tell you you got to think a certain kind of way? I'm amazed that you weren't mad about that.
3: Um, I didn't, I'm i not going to say it upset me, just like I'm not letting you upset me. You know what I mean? I don't tend to get upset over things like well, that, but what I did say... Well, See, Charlemagne's a bitch.
0: Did you guys just see that? Um, it's just a real question, Charlemagne. I See, this is what gets me in trouble with friends and family. They try to attack with their pseudo ideologies, but pseudo ideologies are not backed by anything but your, your truth. Pseudo ideologies and everything that black people talk about, complain about and try to protest and throw around in the air is only backed by their truth not the truth remember what i talked about well my truth is i didn't steal the peanut butter yeah but the truth is we got you on film stealing it so you can live in your truth you're going to jail nigga because the truth is you took the shit see what i'm saying so that's what whenever i talk to black people i know there's not a black person on planet earth there is not a black person on planet earth that's rooted in pseudo pseudo black ideologies that can talk to me if you're a black person and you want to like try to check me and have me kind of stop and be like whoa You're going to have to be outside of the Martin Luther King civil rights. Black people need to, you got to be out of that. You have to be higher than that, right? Because that is not backed in fact. That is only backed in my truth. And that shit changes, you know what I mean? Subject to change. So again, Charlemagne here, he just hit him with the fact. You see what I'm saying? That's what, that's, this is the fight, people. That black people got to hurry up and we got to realize that, oh, we're fighting on the side of the ho ass shit. See, Charlemagne is the god of this kind of behavior and thought pattern. He's the god of this and you if you think like this. So Charlemagne asked him, do you know what a nigga wake up moment is? The professor, the guy who thinks and reads and lives in life and doesn't spend all his time fucking around in homosexual activities. Doesn't spend all of his time chasing bags and securing money for himself and spewing out lies to black people to keep black people distracted so he can go ahead and make a castle for himself. No, this guy actually has feet into the ground and and words and feelings and efforts and works into changing the thought pattern of black people. So he throws Charlemagne says, do you know what a nigga wake up moment is? The guy says, no, I'm not really too familiar with that term. Charlemagne explains what the term is. Charlemagne explains what the term is. Well, it's when a black person forgets that they're black and is reminded in a harsh way. So the doctor now, again, here we go. Okay, well, now I'm going to come with the truth. Well, the truth is, Charlemagne, that you had a white man named Joe Biden who was running for president come on your platform, The Breakfast Club, and tell your audience and you, you're not black if you don't vote for him was that your nigga wake up moment facts i'm not getting in my feelings like a hoe talking about huh and no he stayed calm i don't know Charlemagne, but did you so i'm asking if there is a nigga moment did you have one so i can understand what it is and tell you if i had one i don't know i don't know what it is You're, you know what it is you seem like an expert on the moments So I'm going to ask a person who's an expert on the nigga moment. Did you have one when a white man sat across from you and said, you're not black if you don't vote for him? And you didn't jump up, either punch him in his face or verbally assault him and make him feel stupid like he doesn't even want to run anymore. That statement on the North Star podcast, if it was as big as the Breakfast Club, would have been the end of Joe Biden. We wouldn't have to worry about a governor or a mayor whatever the fuck he is from Delaware who signed off on the three strike laws to put black people in prison. We wouldn't have to worry about the governor from Delaware or senator from Delaware, whoever he is, that used to sit around and pal up with KKK grand dragons and racist people and make jokes about black people are jungle monkeys. And we don't want them in this jungle and we don't want in their nigger jungle. This is what this president said. Meanwhile, they made us believe a president named Donald Trump who fucked with Mike Tyson, fucked with Tupac, hung around hip hop, dated a black woman, brought the sister down the red carpet, always been cool with black people, always we've said his name all through hip hop. They made us believe that this guy is the racist, not the real racist whose son's out here smoking crack in the fucking White House. They're finding driplets of cocaine in the White House because of Biden's son. And they want to chase Donald Trump. D- Donald Trump got four indictments because of bitches. Talking about bitches and pussy grabbing and shit. Meanwhile, little Biden out here smoking eight balls, nigga, in the fucking corner pocket. Fuck you talking about? Donald Trump don't got one war on his name in his administration. Not one war. This nigga Joe Biden got us over there in fucking Ukraine. I don't give a fuck about Ukraine. I say it all the time. Fuck the fucking Ukrainians, all that money we sent over there. And nigga, we don't never send that shit to Haitian. What if Haiti was in the same situation? What if Haiti was in the same exact situation? You think we would have sent trillions of dollars to Haiti Haiti? Fuck out of here, nigga. Anyway. So, yeah, they got, oh, that shit pissed me off. Anyway, let's get back to the point. But yeah, got us believing Donald Trump, even while fucking this senator came on your show and said, if you ain't you don't vote for me, black people, if black people don't vote for me. They're not black. That should have been his last day. You're a racist senator from Delaware. And you just came on my show and said. That we're not black if we don't vote for you. So now I'm about to end your career. But the fact that Charlemagne didn't, that was his nigga wake up moment. You're reminded. You just got reminded that you're black in the harshest way because black people can't say nothing. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. That nigga said, oh, I can't say nothing. Nigga. You got reminded you're a nigga, didn't you? <laughs> See, I don't ever get reminded I'm a nigga because I'm not a nigga. So it's hard to remind me of something I don't believe that I am. But you got reminded Charlemagne. You thought you was big, big, big Charlemagne the God. You got man, you ain't no God, nigga. This white man just came on your show and said you're not black. Told your voters, told you your mama, your daddy, and your ball-headed fucking South Carolina granny that if you ain't black, that if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. And you didn't say a goddamn thing, nigga. The fuck you talking about. Let's continue on, shall we, people? Yeah, fuck you talking about. Well, you just not not talk about
2: about a nigger wake-up call, and it seemed to me that that should have been a wake-up call on your part, to have a white guy come in here who also said, by the way, uh, uh, about Mitt Romney— Because he didn't want to put more regulations on Wall Street, gonna put y'all back in chains. And Joe Biden has lied for decades about his civil rights record, claiming that he desegregated movie theaters and restaurants in in Wilmington, Delaware, when he didn't any didn't do any of that. He lied and said that he tried to visit Nelson Mandela during apartheid South Africa. He did not, and he came in here and told you you aren't even black and let you think a certain kind of way. It seems to me that should have been a nigga wake up call for you, but it wasn't apparently.
0: I mean, no, for the record, I'm not a Democrat. Seemed like it should have been a wake up call view. It seemed like, what apparently? Wow, oh, golly damn. Golly damn. Just woke that nigga up, didn't he? He just woke Charlemagne ass up. He said, apparently, facts, calm, calculated, relaxed. I got you, Charlemagne. You're the biggest coon. Brothers that push that ideology off on other black people to have us stuck in victimization. They're the biggest coons, not the black people that are saying we're not victims and stop thinking like that and stop blaming the white man, not because he didn't do anything wrong, because it's time for us to stop blaming him so we can move forward. He no longer has a hold on us. If the white man had power like he would have, Jews would not have power. Let LGBTQ, everybody that has power on the world and is going for it, Indians, Chinese, everybody's going for power. If the white man was so dominant like he's supposed to be or like he's... Made up to be in our brain. There's no way this could be happening. You even see pockets of black people getting bears, right? We're not doing it collectively like the rest of the people are, but you see black people are doing crazy and great things. We're just not doing it collectively. We're doing it individually. So, and we, and the individuals that make it some reason for some reason keep perpetuating the thought pattern of racism is still going on. And I'm so lucky that I made it through because I came. I, I'm not lucky. Fuck, I'm not lucky. I'm a great basketball player. I'm a great rapper. I'm a great songwriter. I'm a great actor. I'm not lucky because I'm black that I made it. We have to stop saying that. But the ones that make it still do to continue to perpetuate that there can only be one, right? Bear witness, pay attention. I, I, I didn't think, say you were. Yeah, I, think both I don't know interests. what you are. I, I never yeah,
2: even I, asked you about your party affiliation. Yeah, I'm just saying, you, but you are black. Absolutely. And and to have a white guy come in here and tell you you have to say uh, think a certain kind of way, otherwise you, quote, ain't black? Wow.
3: How should I have replied to him, you think?
2: What I just now said, how dare you insult me and tell me I I think as, as a human being, let alone as a black person.
0: When has God asked a mere mortal what he should do? How should I have replied to him, you think? Nigga, what you mean, how should you apply to him, you think, nigga? You need me to tell you how to reply to somebody? If somebody slaps your daughter, you think you're going to turn to me and say, how would you? Nigga, you act on what the fuck you feel inside. If somebody hits your daughter, what is your natural inclination to do? To rip that person's head off and drink their blood, rip their face off, suck their fucking brain through their eye sockets, and make sure that they never live or take another breath again, right? I'm just saying, that's just natural, right? So what was your natural inclination to do when Joe Biden said that? not crack a joke like Little Mama. Remember when Little Mama came in here, you made the little black girl cry? How many black artists have you came and made a mockery of cracking a joke because they said something stupid, let something stupid come out their mouth in your presence? That's one of your biggest things. How many artists, black artists, how many black people have crossed Charlemagne's path and said something stupid out of their mouth on his show and Charlemagne has ran with it and almost destroyed their career or definitely made them um, a punching bag donkey today? He wasn't even donkey today for that, I don't know. see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You guys is facts, man. We got to deal in facts.
2: Person. I don't tell you how to think, Joe Biden. How dare you come in here and tell me how to, I, I should think. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump if I want to vote for Donald Trump. And if I want to vote for Donald Trump, it does not make me not black. 20 percent of black people, black men, as I said, have voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Are they not black now? So only 80 percent of black people, black men walking around are really black, 20 percent or not, because mm-hmm. they voted for Donald Trump. How insulting is that? How condescending is that?
3: Mm. Mm. I, I mean, you're probably right, but I didn't take it in that way. As well, I, said, I did. And oh, I said to him God. in that moment, wow. you know, it's just about me wanting something for my people. And I want to know what is he going to do for my people? And not only for my people now, how are you going to atone for the things you've done to my people?
2: Right. That's it. Right. And this is a guy, uh, Joe Biden, who when he first got into the Senate, hung out with segregationists, talked about how, well he, how well he got along with them. I uh, talked about how he didn't want integration because of a jungle. Uh, this guy has made Absolutely. all sorts of insulting things to black people. And his policies right now are hurting black people. Inflation hurts the people at the bottom more than anything else. Letting a bunch of illegal aliens under into the border are hurting black people more than anybody else, as I said earlier. He supports a uh, school choice when he has his own kids in private school. And we lost a year, almost two years of in-school education in California because of COVID that he supported. I mean, this guy has done... Monstrous things to black people and then for him to come in here and tell you how you ought to think of the black person it blew my mind
3: as a person objectively who doesn't care about either party I ain't
0: going to lie
1: broke up destroyed that nigga for <laughs> I'm sorry
0: hey that nigga, that nigga can, I watched the- and you know act hold on hold on I'm, I'm talking shit I forgot to put y'all back on screen and you know act you know act Charlemagne, you know, act that nigga Charlemagne, man, that nigga sucks off Charlemagne. So for him to say that, for him to say that is crazy. I got the chat open right now. Y'all coming to the chat? Say something. I see it's a couple people in the building. Who are y'all? Say what's up, man. Everybody's so scared to be like, oh, I was. I, know I gotta go. I don't want the rest of the West Bay guys, or the Street King guys, or the other guys to see that I was hanging with Simba Ali. That's all good. Like I said, I ain't going to be able to see you niggas in a minute when you try to pop up talking that stupid shit. Hey, Nigga, remember me from the West Bank? No. Nigga, how the fuck would I remember you? I ain't seen you in 10 years. Every time you niggas pop in and pop out without saying, yo, what's up, my nigga? This is whoever. Nigga, what's up? Just stopping by, saying what's up. Keep going. Nah, they just want to pop. They want to look and dip out. It's all good. Anyway, staying on point. Yeah, nigga, that nigga, Axe said, nigga, that nigga got destroyed. You know Axe didn't want to say that. It's the truth is, though. It's the truth is... That nigga got destroyed. God damn Charlemagne. The whole interview, again, th- th- this is where, by the way, I think
1: Charlemagne's a brilliant orator, you know, someone I look up to. I yeah. think he's just an all-time up, legend. But I'll be honest with you. I think this is, you know, th- th- I I see where he's going. The next step is to be like a hip-hop Jon Stewart. Um. Number one, I, I I think most of his comedy um. Is not the best in that setting? Like, I'm talking about, like, his talk show, his late-night talk show. But
0: I also say this. All right, we're not going to stay there too like, long. Like. I'm not going to stay there too long. But anyway, check that out. Uh, Charlemagne with Larry Elder. Great interview. Great interview. All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Keep it going, y'all. Let's move on to... Uh, TK Kirkland and Charleston White, man. Damn. TK and Charleston White, man. I thought that shit was going to work, man. But honestly, to be 100%, I almost hit my nigga CW up. But I didn't want to put that bad juju in the air. That's why it's so crazy that that shit happened. I swear to God, I was going to hit my nigga CW up on everything. Because I don't think he paid. Like he says, he don't really watch niggas. So he don't pay attention to shit. I know that TK Kirkland is tied in. With everybody in the industry that Charleston White don't has pissed off. I knew that. But I really thought that maybe TK was on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Um Oh, my fault. Where we at? Bon, we here. We here, we here, we here, we here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who left the gate open? the hell let the gate open one fucking charleston white and tk kirkland was supposed to be on the live nation so charleston white been getting a lot of fucking opportunities he was running around with aiden ross this nigga did been with tk kirkland live nation who else was he with he was just with somebody else i'm like damn my nigga cw been moving man He gotten a lot of opportunities but that nigga just won't bend or break when it comes to being a nigga when it comes to being a man when it comes to being a representation of what's right on this planet earth you know i might say some crazy wild shit but when it comes to what am I going to do, I can't do foul. I can't do bad. I can't do wicked. I can speak all kind of shit, but I can't do foul things against my spirit. And anything that I say has to be something I have to be able to look in the mirror and live with myself with. So anyway, 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 T.K. Kirkland brought Charleston White on the tour. DJ Academics tried to go ahead and school Charleston White because the tour fell apart. You know, now, you, you of course, you got T.K. Kirkland as his side. He says that the Live Nation... Um, people didn't really want Charleston White from the beginning, but that because he's TK Kirkland and he wanted Charleston White, he was able to get Charleston White in the Live Nation tour. Now, after things fell apart, Charleston White has now come forth and said that TK Kirkland didn't pay him. He paid him a total, like I think it was a thousand dollars for all the shows that he did. He cash apped him, something like that. Um, he said that he used Charleston White's name in order to sell tickets. He said that he was trying to downplay Charleston White. Um, like kind of stop his shine, a little bit jealous is what Charleston White is saying. CW saying that TK Kirkland is a little bit jealous of his success and his meteoric rise through YouTube. And that he was basically trying to play Charleston White. He said that he had him in a couple situations in Cali where niggas could have got at him if they wanted to. Um they wouldn't let his grandmother come back. They wouldn't let his camera persons come back in the backstage. These are all the things that Charleston White is saying. So you got two totally different conflicting stories. TK Kirkland saying that Charleston White was being unprofessional. T.K. Kirkland saying that what Charleston White was doing on his live streams and had said and was saying about blanket statements about um, entire groups of people, gays, lesbians, Jews, whites, um, was making it hard for Live Nation and didn't that Live Nation didn't even want him on the tour. It's what T.K. Kirkland was saying. Now, me. Now, you got DJ Academics, Rescue Ranger, fucking Chippendale, Fuzzy Face. The nigga look like Waka, Waka, Waka. Nigga look like Fozzie. Fucking Muppet, Muppet Babies, whatever. What's that show? The Muppets. Waka, Waka, Waka. Fucking DJ Academics, whole ass. This nigga's trying to school Charleston White. I'm going to get it. Y'all. I can't even explain to you. but He's basically trying to school Charleston White. Like, oh, what you need to do in order to do good? Nigga, Charleston White. You don't think that nigga knows? He knows more about business. I'm telling you he knows more about business. I sat and talk to the nigga than you do. You got lucky, Act. You got lucky in some group that likes how you exploit niggas and the fact that you're destroying hip hop culture and you're destroying black culture in a process because black culture is attached to uh hip-hop culture. Some company that really is invested in that, and there must be a lot of them, is what's paying you, you fucking monkey. Fucking act like you just and made it, like oh, I didn't did this, nigga. I didn't nigga, I didn't did it, nigga solo, nigga. Fuck out of here, Act. You see eight people showed up to your live to whatever you threw. Eight people. It's nigga Charleston White selling out fucking shows, nigga, comedy, nigga. You got eight people coming to a fucking, and you put nappy roots, and you put all kind of shit on there, and eight people showed up. You don't get your motherfucking ass <laughs> Nigga trying to tell Charleston, what you got to do, Charleston White, is you can't do this, and you got to do this, and you got to do Nigga, shut up, bitch ass nigga. Nobody need no help on how to suck a dick, nigga. It's easy. It's a long object, nigga. Anybody know this? No, You don't need to teach nobody how to suck a dick, Fuck you talking about what you gotta do is, and I don't want to hear that shit. And that's the main thing. You don't have to teach nobody how to suck a dick, but a lot of people want to hear that shit, my nigga. I don't want you to sit here and teach me no shit like that. Don't talk to me about that. You gotta do if you want, you gotta take it in your ass. shut up, act. Fuck you talking about trying to tell me how to be a whole ass nigga. That's all you're doing is trying to tell Charleston White how to be a whole ass nigga. We ain't listening to that, my nigga. We ain't listening to that. We ain't listening to that. Facts. Let me see. I might be a little bit before. Let me see. Yeah, I think it was before. I think it was before. Oh, this isn't. Yeah. Let me get somebody else. Yeah, DJ Act. why you keep saying that too, my nigga? Why did you keep saying that too, Act? You said that like 15 times in a live stream. Live Nation is not doing business with Charleston White. He's, that, that was like the main point. Why was that your main point? Like, you were so happy to keep proving that. I don't think Charleston White was trying to say that. What is the point of that? I don't get it, my nigga. I'm, I'm seriously really asking that. DJ Academics. I'm seriously asking. I'm not playing around. I'm asking. Why did you say that 10 times? You literally said it 10 times in the live stream, that was your point that Charleston White, no, why that wasn't the issue. The issue is did TJ did TK Kirkland do Charleston White foul? Or did Charleston White foul fumble the bag? That was what we're trying to figure out with this whole thing. Did Charleston White fumble the bag, not understanding business? Or is he under or is Charleston White being a real human being coming into the contact with these gatekeepers that we talk about, right? And we always talk about, all oh, you got to suck dick. You got to get fucked in the ass. You got to give your soul up. You know, black people, they're putting puppets as black people to fool up. We always talk about this shit, but we never hear about the person that comes to that doorstep and then dips back and says and the reports. Now Charleston White made it to the fucking doorstep of every doorstep that every niggas went through. Every nigga in the history of niggas in America has caught to that doorstep that Charleston White went through. The only difference is he said, uh-uh no mister with i'm a boy damon <laughs> no mr wilson i'm a boy that nigga came running back you know what i'm saying and told us now he's back in the nigga community telling us what went on that door that everybody you like lebron puffy everybody that you like and ever seen on television i'm not going to name names because i don't want to hurt feelings but if you like them and you've seen them on television and they they've made millions and millions of dollars and they have power and influence and they went, they went in that door and I'm telling you what they wanted me to do going through that door. So I'm sure that all your favorite people had to go through it. So now what's happening to me is feels like it's a smear campaign. The powers that be that we all know are invested in the dismantlement and dismoralization of the black communities and the black families, right? They're trying to break down the strong nuclear family structure and replace it with three lesbians and a fucking cat. These people are now getting together. So you got T.K. Kirkland coming with his bullshit, talking about Charleston White smoking weed, unprofessional. T.K. Kirkland, shut the fuck up with all due respect. Stop dying that beard. I'm going to keep it a bean with you, T.K. Kirkland. It's time to stop dying that beard. You're 77 years old, and you got a perfectly dark black beard. Beard so black it looked like Daffy Duck when his beak got shot off. Okay? Yeah, stop, T.K. Kirkland. So you right there, nigga. You mean to tell me you go back there and you – Uh, Your comedians can't smoke a little bit of weed in the back, nigga, while we get ready to make the whole crowd laugh. I just sold the crowd out on my face. I can't make, I can't light up a blunt. My grandma can't come back here. My cameraman can't come back here. What the fuck was not, so you guys got to see the comedy that I've been doing. It doesn't make any sense, TK Kirkland, for you to say Charleston White wasn't funny or that they didn't want him. Because you got to see his, it wasn't like this was his first comedy tours with you guys. This was not his first time stepping on a stage doing comedy. He's already had almost a year of doing comedy. He's already sold out shows. So you could sit and watch his content and material and decide if we want to put him on the show or not. You can watch and see if he would be a good host or an MC or not. See what I'm saying? So that's what the whole thing was, DJ Academics. The thing was not the fuzzy face rescue Ranger fuzzy Muppet baby looking motherfucker. It was not about whether or not Charles and White had to deal with Live Nation. He's just saying that, fam. God damn, my nigga. How many times have you said, nigga, you ain't complex? You holler complex, nigga. You on, nigga? Shut up. It's what we do as niggas, man. Death row. It's we holler it out. He's trying to, you know, what I'm saying he's trying to promote his brand. He's trying to promote his comedy show. So he's saying Live Nation. Your, it was funny to me watching his live stream. Charleston White, by the way. See, I said Charleston White was not with Live Stream. See, I said he's not with Live Nation. See, I just want you to know he's not with Live Nation once again. He's not with Live Nation. I told you, if he was with Live Nation, he would be in the back. He's not with Live Nation. That's not what this is about, my nigga. But see, what he's trying to do is do the look over here while we take over here. Look over here how Charleston White is not with Live Nation, even though Charleston White never came out and made that his point. Charleston White never came out and said, I'm on Live Nation. I'm with Live Nation. And that was never his fighting point. His fighting point was Aiden Ross was doing too much gay shit, and TK Kirkland is doing some foul shit. Those are his points. Is that true? Does does Aiden play too much with gay shit for a black heterosexual guy? Does he not know how to turn that off? That's the question we need to ask. Aiden, did you play too much with gay shit? Did you, being a young Jewish guy that is only around the worst kind of black people that have ever been created, young Chicago niggas like this prime nigger, a bunch of young black people, if you ask them real questions about their history, they wouldn't know. If you ask the average black person that would hang around Aiden Ross, and if you ask all the black people that do hang around Aiden Ross 10 questions about black history and left Martin Luther King out of it, they'd fail. <laughs> they'd fucking fail. They have no idea. The average black person, when I came up, it was a mandatory, you know, about your history. You know who The Truth is, you goddamn right. You know way, Trap Brown, you got them right. Black Panther Party, yep. You know the yep, I know what it is. You know the Black Liberation Army is, yep. You know Malcolm X is? Yep. You know who fucking Far Muhammad is? Yep, I sure do. Come on now. These niggas don't know. So that's what I'm saying. So you got a bunch of black people like that around Aiden Ross. He doesn't know what it's like to be around a real black person like Charleston White. So now they're trying to paint him as the old drunk uncle. He's not the old drunk uncle. He's the old ancestors. How Charleston White is how black people really feel when you get around the citadel, when you get around the hub of what it means to really be black. Right? Do you know what that means? Like you can have Mexicans that go and come to America. That's not how real Mexicans are. Go really in deep Mexico and you'll see how real Mexicans think. Same thing with black people. When you go to New York, those aren't real black people. Those are knockoffs and clones. Their parents ran away. Their parents and their grandparents were, some of them were soldiers. If your grandparent left down south because they killed a white man, that's soldier shit, that's soldier. But if you got one of them grandparents that left because oh, I'm just searching for better life and I couldn't take it anymore, then that bled into who you are. You got a little bit of bitch ass nigga you. I had to recognize it in me going up. I just shook it up. Like, hold on, fam. I was used to do that shit too. White man, what the fuck? Bitch ass shit, nigga. You gotta confront the enemy that's at your doorstep, nigga. Not the one that's seven years behind you. Feel me? So anyway, yeah. So when Aiden Ross or these groups come around a real black person like Charleston White, they don't know how to, they don't know what is this. Most black people that I come around, they don't speak like this. They don't have problem playing dick jokes. They don't have problem. You see Aiden on the ground twerking and shit. Why aren't you doing that, Charleston? Why? Oh, you're the drunk uncle. No, nigga, I'm what it means to be black. We don't play. We don't do that weird, funny shit, fam. Everything that made what it meant to be cool and tough and hard in America comes from us. Yeah, they got you guys fucked up. Modelo, the fighting spirit. Every time I see a Modelo commercial, you never see the nigga on there, do you? You always see Mexicans and Irish people. They do not want to talk about the fighting Negro spirit, but I can't name a spirit that could have went through what we went through in this country, still survived and took the real estate and made the comeback that we did. Mexicans couldn't did it. Native Americans, they only make up 2% of their own fucking country. So we know they couldn't have did it. Nobody could have went through what we went through in America, the whole world being against you because of the color of your skin shut the fuck up and we don't have no modello commercials anyways i beard off but yeah that's what it means to be black go down south around some real black people and it don't and that's what it means to be black so aiden ross didn't know how to deal with that and it, and it manifested itself he kept bringing these two white what are you doing fam bring me out amongst the people aiden ross you don't know that black people like to go where's the kids at bring me around some kid programs and show me what you're doing for the kids that would have blue charleston whites mind but you didn't know that I would have knew that. I knew that. The only difference is when Charleston White came to Minnesota, it was a quick little interview. He came in at night and dipped out in the morning. I didn't really get to ride around with my nigga and bring him over north side around my aunties and my uncles and my peoples and get him sold food and bring him to the hood where I fuck with the kids at and bring him to where I coach the kids at and really see, like, oh, damn, fam, that's what kind of person you are. I see, Aiden, you, He was trying to see what kind of person you are, and you showed him you're, you're a Jewish Culturally confused kid, young Jewish, culturally confused kid who's using hip-hop, which is connected to our culture. See, people don't understand that when you start pulling and playing with hip hop, naturally, black people are gonna feel away because hip-hop is connected to our culture because our culture created hip-hop. So Aiden wants to pull on hip-hop and play around with it, and that pulls on Charleston. You see what I'm saying? That pulls on our nigga thing, and we what the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? What are you doing? So you bring Charleston White. Why didn't you bring around some kids? Go feed the hunk. Go show damn Aiden, you a cool dude. Yeah, man. I feed the kids here. You know what I'm saying? I got a little football league, I sponsor here. I go do this. This is a, this is the kind of person I am. That that guy that you see on the internet when I be talking about the gay shit, not fam, that's just like your character. You know what I mean? Charleston White, your character is you know that dude, and my character is I fuck around with gay shit. But in real life, fam, I'm hanging with you. We man, we with the kids and we we doing all of this kind of stuff. Oh damn, Aiden. Now I can understand when we get getting in the mode, but I think this is though, fam. That's what Charleston White couldn't discern. Fam, are you this? You're this gay? I can't, because when the cameras go off, you keep doing the gay shit. You got to listen, Charleston, when he talk. See, not, and anybody, I listen to everybody. Whenever somebody starts speaking, I listen. I shut the fuck up and I start listening. What is he saying? He kept saying, well, when the cameras went off, the gay shit kept going. They didn't stop and turn into somebody else. The way that I can talk about fuck, the Chinese people. Fuck the Jews. And I can talk about Hail Hitler. And I can talk about all these crazy things Charleston White says. But when the camera goes off, hey, man, how you doing, man? Yes, ma'am. Hey, man, how you doing, brother? All right, soul, brother. See how that? That's who I am in real life. You guys are portraying this homosexual attitude. But then you are you that in real life? Because if you're that in real life, bro, man, you can't really rock like that. I need to get back on my plane to get back to where I, we can't I can't hang all day with a nigga that really likes pulling on other nigga's penises. Feel me? And that's what happened with Charleston White and Aiden Ross. And what happened with TK Kirkland is TK Kirkland, I was going to, like I said, I wanted to call my nigga CW, but I didn't want to put that juju in the air. But the second that that nigga started flipping out on TK, I was like, fuck, I should have caught that nigga because I know he hanged WAC 100. That's his homie. WAC 100, all them California niggas, everybody in the industry is TK Kirkland's buddy. So I felt that the lineup might have been coming. On a look the other way, yeah, the niggas over at the Baltimore three one three oh five. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying TK would have did that, but I'm just saying I didn't feel too. What well, I don't like. What went wrong, fam? Why wasn't you paying my guy? Why would you not paying Charleston White what you need to pay him? Here, might go, my nigga. Let's keep it going. Let's keep this shit moving. Critique me where you need to critique me. Come, Charleston. Come in the room. And let me try chop it up with you a little bit. Honestly, don't tell me not to do something, not to be funny because you're threatened by me. If I'm killing it, then keep letting me know you're killing it, man. And you know what? I'm going to give you longer. Help make me the star. That's how you pass the baton. What it seems like TK Kirkland did, though, is what all niggas do when they get in a power position. They do the same fucking to the nigga that was done to them by the white people. White people stuck their dick in the generation of the 70s ass. Born in the 70s, white person stuck their dick in your ass and fucked the shit out of you. Literally. fucked shit all out of you on the floor fucked you but he gave you a big platform like a record label or he gave you a big platform like a, he gave you platform but they fucked you in the ass the white dude did now instead of you just taking that fucking and saying this is what i had to take in order to do it the next black guy that comes to you you say bend over and you fuck them in the ass which teaches them so when the next black person they get you see what i'm saying not do the black person says okay i know i got fucked in ass by the white guy but now i'm going to teach you man this is publishing these are points this is royalty uh this is song uh this this is everything this is all the shit all the lawyers i'm gonna show you this game so now what are you going to do he will show it to the next one and on and on and on. that's what it sounds like tk kirkman man this nigga charleston white is out here doing comedy he thinks he's a comedian I got this live nation. tour. I can throw him on the live nation tour real quick with me. Right. Set, put him, put his name on the live nation flyers. I can sell probably about 500 more people might come to the show. We go from 1,500 to 2,000 people. That's a sold out show because of Charleston White can move them extra 500. But then I'm going to pay him peanuts. Why? Because he's just a YouTuber. See the same thing that Jake Paul has to deal with in boxing. All the people in YouTube are going to have to deal with as they ascend into their next career show. This is what I wanted to do. YouTube was a platform. See what I'm saying? Jake Paul wanted to box all his life. YouTube was a platform to get him to where he wants to be. And now he has to fight until people take him serious. Same thing with Charleston White. Charleston White's going to have to go through an Aiden Ross, a TK Kirkland. He's going to have to bounce around before the real right person And sometimes the people that because they don't believe that everybody is wicked in this whole world, there are people in the music industry, there's people in the films, there's people in politics, there's people all over, there's gangsters, there's people all over that are righteous, They're, they're quiet, they can't be too loud for whatever reason, probably because they're so few, they're outnumbered, they're surrounded, but there's factions of good people. And I think that's sometimes what they want to see. They want to see, can Charleston White say no, no, no to all the evil? Then they reach out and say, Charleston, we're we going to really, do this is who it is. We good people. Feel me? But again, act. That's what we want to know. That's the question that we want to know. Was there too much gay shit going on with Aiden Ross? And did T.K. Kirkland basically um, friend Stevens Charleston White? Was he honest with him? Did he pay him what he should have been paid? Was he pulling? Was he was he putting him through what he would call the rigor, the rigor morrow, which you know that like I said, well, and that's the first thing T. K. Kirkland said. Like I say, you're trying not to say anything, but you're telling me everything. I love that when people talk. That's why police say, everything you say, can and will be used against you in the court of law. <laughs> Did you notice that? It didn't say you have the right to remind, remain silent. Everything you say, can and will be used in the court of law. It says everything you can. Everything you say, Kenny, will be used against you in a court of law. That's exactly how I listen to niggas, the same way the court of law listens to. It. I'm using it against you. That nigga, T.K. Kirkland, came right out and said, I've been doing this for 30 years. When I came up, you had $20. That's what's in you. That's what's in you. So Charleston, Charleston White's getting $10,000, $8,000, $7,500 for, you know what I'm saying? That's what he's getting now. The times have changed, T.K. You can't chicken feed a nigga no more. Not when a nigga has his own audience that he brings with him. You guys want to keep making fun of Charleston White's pages getting demonetized, but nigga, that nigga keeps bringing 20, 30, 40,000 people to every chase. This nigga had five Instagram channels get shut down, and his audience keeps bouncing with him. Thinking that five YouTube pages shuts down. He can open up a YouTube page. That audience will find that nigga and follow him. He had death threats. he been called out. This nigga can do comedy shows around the world. People come out. Nobody wants to fight him. That's to you know. People aren't showing up to hurt Charleston White they're showing up to hear charleston white he has an audience so now you got the powers to be at work they know dj academics has a big voice so tk kirkland already slid him into place it's a chess this is chess not checkers so now i got to slide dj academics you go ahead and start putting that energy out charleston white's tripping he's out of control he don't know what he's doing he's bad business you know niggas don't know business it take them 70 years right it take them 70 years in comedy till they got a gray beard like TK Kirkland that's so great a nigga got to put black spray paint on his old face and wait for the shit to peel off on the top before he can even talk on the internet. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're dealing with. We want to believe that this old ass nigga didn't bring some of that old ways. Nigga, you can't do that, fam. Pay the man what you own. Or at least discuss that. Charleston White, what you want? What you want every show? What we going to do? So we ain't know, we ain't going through this. Right now, we're going to discuss. What are we giving? A rack? Am I giving you a rack every show? Every show, I'm going to throw you a rack. Is that cool? Cool. I'm not going to let you sell your merchandise. Explain to him why you why he can't sell his merchandise. You can't sell your merchandise because it is. This is what it is. But all of these problems, Charleston White should have already had known. So again, what happened? Don't stop. He never had to deal with Live Nation. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Waka, waka, waka. Nobody cares, Fozzie. Fucking Fozzie nigga looks like Fozzie. That's not the that's not the point, Act. You weren't saying that. Oh, Charles and White's on Live Nation. That wasn't the point. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Did you guys see this uh Sugar Sean show? Aljamain Sterling got his ass knocked out by the fucking Irishman, man. Fuck my day up, man. I'm so glad I wasn't at an Irish bar when that shit happened. I'd have had to fight my way out of that motherfucker, man. Yeah, man, fucking Al Sterling got sock him. That's all good. He took it like a champ. Al a cool dude. I can't really come on here and make fun of him. I just was very disappointed. But I guess what that's part of making the Irish fighter. Dana White said it. Dana White said it. Didn't you hear when Ian, uh, who's the guy that beat, uh, that Ian Gary beat? Ian, I got my wife's middle name, <laughs> Gary. Ian, I got my wife's middle name, Machado Gary. This nigga took his wife's middle name, boy, i tell you. But he beat another nigga. It wasn't our night, man. It was not our night for nigga nation, man. Nah, not for nigga nation. It wasn't our night, man. We got a Haitian nigga got his ass beat. I hate Neil Magny. Would you retire? You're a goofy looking fucking funny looking nigga, man. Get your legs kicked out and gone. Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I didn't like that shit. Got your legs kicked out from under you. Two Irish men beat two niggas. That's the blueprint. When Dana White said it. They said, Ian Gary said that he wants to fight in Dublin, Ireland, for his next fight. Dana White said, just chill out. We have the blueprint on how to make the Irish fighter, Conor McGregor. You know what I'm saying? We know how to do this. How do you do it, Dana? Well, you take an Irish guy, you let him fight a couple fights, then you sell out Boston, and you got to beat a nigger, okay? Now, this is Dana White speaking. I don't want you guys to get mad at me, but... In order to make him in America, you got to have the Irish crowd come out and he has to put some black guy on his fucking ass. He's made. That's how you make the Irish fighter in America. So what do we do, Dana? Well, he has to beat a black guy. So beat a black guy in um, Boston in front of a bunch of crowd of Irish hating niggas or nigga hating Irishmen. (laughs) And that's what happened. Ian Gary did it and uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley did it. They both beat a nigga. In Boston, the place that hates niggas more than any place down south, Boston is more racist than Mississippi, 100% fact. Boston is more racist than Mississippi, okay? Don't get it confused. So in Boston, got two Irish guys. Ian Gary, Irish. Sugar Sean O'Malley, Irish-American, just not. Neil Magny, who's from Haiti, Haitian, and Al Jermaine Sterling, Sterling. he's from Jamaica slash New York. I mean, can you get more nigga We lost. Niggas took a big fat L on the fucking chin. But what Dana said is calm down because now we got to bring these boys and they got to sell out Madison Square Garden. Once they sell out Madison Square Garden, then after that, I bring them to Dublin and we sell out the whole fucking Europe fucking shit, whatever's over there. What is, what is that over there? I don't know what that shit's called over in, over there, but yeah, they do that, so. He said, I got the blueprint. You got to beat niggas in your Irish. But Dana, can I ask a question? What's the blueprint for for the black fighters? Dana White, you said out of your own mouth, I have the blueprint for making an Irish fighter. Do you have a blueprint for making a nigga fighter? I mean, you got more nigga champions than you do Irish. Conor McGregor is your only Irish champion. You do not have multiple, multiple Irish champions. When you look at the history of the UFC, you have Marie Smith. You have fucking who? uh, Kevin Randleman uh i mean kevin randall you have um fucking who else rampage quentin rampage jackson right who else do we got in there you got some black people that didn't made that's champions you know what i mean you got john jones you got demetrius mighty Mouse johnson you know what i mean you got black people that are actual champions Jermaine sterling i mean i just named off six champions so you mean to tell me you got a blueprint for how to make an irish fighter get multi-million dollars and millions of dollars deals proper 12 whiskey you got the Irish blueprint for that. What about nigga? And you got six, seven champions. We don't have a nigga blueprint. It ain't no white dude we can beat up in the all nigga country. You can't bring us to Detroit and let us beat a white boy up in Detroit. Where's all the niggas at? Where more niggas at Detroit? Where are we at? Chicago, <laughs> Baltimore. Where can we get? Oh, this is the highest nigga population. If you can bring a nigga out there and have him beat a white boy, man, niggas will love him. Can we do that? We're just a. I, uh, you don't see. I see shit like this. Like I said, you're not trying to tell me anything, but you're showing me everything. But uh, shout out to Sugar Sean. That nigga through that fucking, that fucking, man, that boy is fast. He's fast. He is fast. And he, and he's not even as fast as he is precise and accurate. He is fast, but it's is precision and it's accuracy, fam. That punch landed perfect fuckingly. Perfectly. Sugar Sean's a bad nigga. I think he might have like one of those Israel Adesanya runs. You know what I mean? Like we're still looking at Izzy. Izzy got to go up to heavyweight, and light heavyweight for anybody to have a chance of kicking his ass. Because in middleweight, it's just too much. And I think Sugar Sean, but you got to understand, Sugar Sean is pretty much six foot four. <laughs> Sugar Sean is fighting dudes five eight, five nine. Aljamain Sterling's like five ten, five eleven maybe. This nigga Sugar Sean's a good six three, <laughs> six, six three. He's a tall dude, tall, rangy motherfucker with the abilities that he has. So yeah, shout out to Sugar Sean, good win. Shouts out to Ian Gary. Beat the shit out of nail Maggie fucking Haitian. Man, it set Haiti back. Man, I swear to God. He was kicking that fucking nigga. He was kissing kicking that Haitian's fucking knees out from under him. <laughs> yeah. All right, we've been going for a minute, y'all. Let me get on out of here, man. Um, pray for the people in Hawaii, the Hawaii fires. Um, yeah, the people in Hawaii with the fires. Funny that um, uh oprah's house nothing happened to oprah's house her house is okay all those fires i don't know it doesn't seem natural now there's new fires on the canary Islands. you guys see the new fires on the canary islands i don't know seems a little fishy i've never seen a fire burn in a perfect circle like it did on that island of, of Maui too and it's a little bit is it a little bit uh what's the word though you want to say a coincidence that this fire is happening on the places where the that land grab shit is going on. You guys know about that. You guys probably seen it. That there's, But you want to know they're not even indigenous. That's why I really don't want to talk too much. People are like, why aren't you talking about the uh, Hawaii fires? I'd rather talk about the Montgomery fight. You guys know that people are saying that that Montgomery fight that happened between the niggas and the white people that that was staged. So it would do exactly what it is. So it goes viral. I don't know. One thing I do know is that if any black person takes his head off and throws it up in the air, that means come help. You understand that? That is the universal sign for get the is black on white and just help black people. Okay, I'm saying that. Simba Ali, If you ever see somebody take, if you see a black person take his hat off and throw it in the air, that's the bat signal for white people. It's racial and we're fighting. Don't ask questions. Just start punching white people. All white ladies, little white kids, man, just start punching white people. If a black person throws his hat up in the air, and if you're black and you see that hat go up in there, air, that's like the bat signal. You know what I'm saying? It's like the bat signal. Then don't go over there and say what's going on or who. Just start hitting white people. It's black on white and we are winning tonight. Okay. So that's one thing I do. Like I didn't talk about niggas wanted me to talk about that so bad. I was like, eh. that almost got me back. The Montgomery fight almost got me back. I was like, yeah, but I knew I was coming back though. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't really want to talk too much about people. Like, why don't you talk about the Hawaii fires? Because I don't give a fuck about them Asian motherfuckers, man niggas them asian niggas over there fuck them they, they, that's a whole asian island now when it would, used to be black and they don't even want to talk about the people that were there they, they totally erase their history that's why i don't like the asians that do that not because they're asian i'm not racist but i don't like anybody that wants to erase the history of the pre- predecessing indigenous people i don't like that that's european white shit and if i get mad at white people for doing it you think because mexicans or latinos or africa whoever does it i don't like it do not try to erase the history of the indigenous people that were there before you got there. And that's what I don't like about Hawaiians. Now they want to look like they're long stringy haired Asian, half Native American, Eskimo, Alaskan niggas from up north. And they want to do that hoo and all that hoo and hoo and all of that. Where did you get that from? Where did you get that mantra and all that shit from? That comes that's African shit. I was taught to you by a bunch of black. If you can go back to see the day that that, whoa, all that yelling and shit that they do, a bunch of white guys out there with tattoos on there, a bunch of fair skinned motherfuckers, whoa, nigga, if you could show, well, who taught you that? You would see a bunch of black nappy head Aboriginal people that look like the Aboriginal people of Australia. You know, in Australia, did you ever see Crocodile Dundee? All right, mate. And the black niggas that was over there, that's what the people look like in the Americas and the Hawaiians. That's what the indigenous people around here look like. Black nappy-headed people and hawaii was populated and inhabited by black nappy-headed people and the fucking asians came through and basically overtook them with the annex but all that shit right when the asians came over here all that fucking see a lot of asians got put in there after the japan shit after pearl harbor and we bombed asia we moved a lot of japanese people to what we call Hawaii. And they went there and started having sex with the white people there and the few indigenous people there it created a whole new race of people that we're looking at now. If you could go to Hawaii in the 1700s, go, I wish if you can just say, okay, take me to Hawaii 1702 and go walk around. I guarantee you're going to see a bunch of black indigenous people with spears and shit on like that. you ain't gonna see no fair-skinned Chinese looking motherfuckers for another 300, 400 years. And the fact that they don't talk about those people, that means fuck you. And if your ancestors didn't tell you about the black people that were here when we came, fuck them too, fuck your ancestors. So burn fucking Hawaii, I don't give a fuck. It's just a vacation place for us Americans. I don't give a fuck about Hawaii. Pacific Islanders wanna cry like, fuck that shit, I don't care. It's just like, just like Hawaiians don't care when we go through our shit. Nigga, 20 niggas got killed in Chicago. You think Hawaiians was up at night talking about what can we do to try to help? Nigga, fuck them niggas. They don't even shed a tear. So I don't either, nigga. Of course, you know, I got to talk about what I see, but nigga, I'm not finna be on here talking about tears and, nigga, fuck Hawaii, nigga. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. I'm an American, nigga. I'm not going to Hawaii for vacation for a while. till they put them fires out in Oprah and Black Rock. And Floyd Mayweather rebuild on top of the ashes. Then I'll go there to the new casinos that they pull up and I'll gamble and have a great time and get my ass back to America safe. I don't give a fuck about Ukraine. I don't give a fuck about uh, Hawaii. I only care about Haiti and niggavills in America. That's it. Nigger towns in America and Haiti. I don't give a fuck about anything else because don't anybody else give a fuck about me. So fuck am I caring for? That's real nigga spirits. That's the spirit of the real nigga that they trying to destroy. We care about everybody but except ourselves. Nope, I care about myself. Fuck everybody else. That's the real nigga spirit. Fuck you talking about nigga. Mug be crazy. No, I'm talking about Mug be crazy. I'm finna get on out of here, man. I gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Oh, hip hop 50th anniversary passed, man. Fuck hip hop 50th anniversary. I give a fuck about that jungle nigga music. I thought it was good when I was young. Thought I was doing something right. It's where the African bees, I thought we were making a revolutionary music that was going to be used to, you know, do what Malcolm X and them couldn't do. I knew that the time was coming, that's today. I knew that hip-hop was going to take over the world and there was going to be a bunch of, there was going to be a time when the white guy couldn't be what he used to be to my ancestors, and now we're going to be hip-hop and we're going to be full of, man, we're going to get it right. And we fucking squandered it off. So fuck hip-hop. Fuck all you motherfuckers. Fucking ebro's crying. crying. The rapper's like Joe Button because he ain't a rapper, nigga. Fuck. He had one song. Pump it up. Never put money in his pocket like the Joe Budden podcast did. So when the podcasting 50th anniversary comes around, you'll hear people like me and Joe Budden's fucking saying, hey, this is great. But as far as fit, fucking hip hop, getting fucked in the ass by a bunch of Jewish record labels, that niggas get masqueraded as the leaders up here. You're, you're signed to this nigga. No, I'm not. Move, nigga. I'm signed to that white dude behind you. But I'm puffy. But I'm nigga, move. You can just sign my royalties over to these white dudes, nigga, and I thought you was my nigga. That's all hip-hop is. Fuck hip-hop, nigga. I don't give a fuck about no fucking hip-hop, nigga. I try not to listen to it if I don't have to, nigga. Of course, I like it because I'm indoctrinated to a certain degree because I was birthed in the birth of hip-hop. When hip-hop was born, I was born too, so it's hard for me to shake the indoctrination, but I shan't not listen to certain shit, nigga. I don't just love the art form blindly. Nigga, I recognize that hip hop was the greatest tool used to destroy the black communities and dissuade the progression of black people from what we were doing. And I'm not talking about civil rights. Civil rights was part of it. Civil rights was, that's what they wanted us to do, fight for civil rights. Nigga, please. We were on nationalism. That's when black people were right. When black people were talking about doing for ourselves, and the second we started to ask the person that subjected us to the cruel and... And harsh treatment to this country. We started to ask that person for help. We started to ask that person for financial assistance. Then we were fucked up. And the people that were leading us to go that way were fucked up. You feel me? So yeah, man, it has a lot, long line, but now fuck. I don't even mean, we'll fuck about uh no fucking 50th of hip-hop. Fuck that nigga. And uh yeah, Trump 2024, bitch. I'm voting for Donald Trump nigga. Fucking all the black meat. Now it's the woke thing. All the shit that I said back when I was. Coming up when I was rabble rousing and stirring up the shit is now what woke people are saying. Now to be woke is for black people to say, Oh, I'm supporting Trump. Whoa, oh, you're woke. What do you know that we don't know? I was saying that shit. Niggas was like, he's a coon. <laughs> now Black Lives Matter for a black person. I'm like, man, fuck Black Lives Matter, man. They conning the people. Oh, he's so woke. What do you know? What do you know? Nigga, I said that shit 10 years ago. Niggas was talking he's a sellout, he got the white bitch at home. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I said 10 years ago is coming to fruition now. Nobody's knocking on my door saying, somebody, you were right. You were right. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Nobody's coming on my door saying, aha. Uh-huh. You feel me? But no, uh, yeah, this was great. But a uh, little PCA, little PSA to my family and friends out there. Sometimes it gets conscrewed when I say things and you guys take it wrong. And I'm like, I don't think you guys understand what I'm saying. So let me be clear to my family and friends before I get out of here. Thank you guys for rocking with the TNSP, the North Star Podcast, sent by Ali. Like I said, we are back on a regularly scheduled program. I'll probably be back again tomorrow. Actually, I am. Come back tomorrow. We're doing this. I'm going to run it up for a while so you guys can get a nice dose of me so I can get us back to where we need to be. But anyway, to my family and friends out there, I think you guys were misunderstood. One of my bitch ass cousins put some shit on my Facebook and they were like, Sumba always something, some bitch ass shit. I'm like, cuz, why? But that's what I be meaning. My cousins spent more time commenting negatively. In my posts, talking bad about me behind my back, than just sharing my shit. That that. So when I was when I when I say fuck my family, fuck my friends, and I'm like, you guys, you guys. I think sometimes they think, oh, you think that you didn't do it because no, family I made it. You guys don't understand. You know how many, you know how much I'm gonna make off this episode that I upload. You guys understand the ad sponsorships. I got three ads on every podcast that I do. Not to mention there's a um, another RPM lucrative deal that goes in. Do you guys know how much I'm going to make if this goes over 2,000 episodes, right? So it's not about, oh, he's mad. I'm not mad at you guys. I'm not. I'm not mad at you guys. I just want you guys to understand that I recognize what you did. And don't try to repair it and act like you didn't have it didn't happen and come back around now. That's what I was saying. I've already made it. I wasn't asking why did you guys not help me make it? I was just asking if you guys are my cousins who I hang around my whole life, if you guys are my friends who I hang around my whole life, why would you guys not like or rock with my shit just because it's a little bit controversial? I mean, we all came from hip hop. We came from the most controversial art form known to man. But because I kind of jumped out there and was kind of leading the pack on some wild revolutionary shit and podcasting, because I was using the internet the way that Charleston White was now we see as a way to work, I was being very very shocking about the things that I said, the way that I said them, not necessarily what I was saying wasn't too shocking. How I delivered it was very shocking. Again, drawing crowds to my content. I thought that my family and friends and cousins would at least rock with me so they could come along on the journey with me. So what I was telling them is, okay, guys, you guys chose to sit out for 10 years. Now I ha- I do not yearn for your um, companionship. I don't yearn to be around my cousins anymore. I don't yearn to be around my friends anymore. That has calloused, and I've made it. Shouts out to UPS. I just want to say that. Thank you, UPS and UPS. Didn't they just get a deal? UPS just got a deal that will raise an increase. So, shouts out to UPS. Yes. I'm going to be fine for the rest of my life. So, what I want you guys to understand is that now going forward, don't try to pull the old, old, hey, it's over, fam. It is a hundred percent over. Let's leave it where it is. That's all I'm saying. I'm not mad. Sometimes like, are you mad? Why would I be mad? I have a great life. Look, I got a whole office. This is an office. This is a room that somebody would have to live in. This is an office for me, fam. You guys understand that? This room, most podcasters, people who podcast would have to live in here and have their bed in here and podcast, not me. This is just my office, fam. I have a whole nother room that I sleep in. and My son is over there in the basement. And make it, please, two vehicles, nigga, say, nigga, I'm fine. Business, I'm fine. Damn, I'm not worried about anything. But what I don't want is for people to try to kind of come back around after 10 years. Why? Well, because of everything that I said is true. And people can't fight that. Damn, everything this nigga Simba said. And then, and I thought he was tripping back then. But now the nigga kind of mad. We did lose 35 rappers in two years. Donald Trump did. Uh, Joe Biden uh, yeah, the nigga said, fuck that mask. Nigga, these niggas is playing. Yeah. Man, I ain't getting vaccinated. Yeah. Man, Everything simple, man. The man was, hey. Now they're trying to come. Hey, man, how you doing, man? How's the kid doing, man? How's the wife doing, man? Shut the fuck up. Go suck your mother's sour pussy. Stay away. And that's when you start to see me do those pulse, which I got to stop. Because I didn't realize how much it was making me look like I was, like, upset. But that's what happens when I start getting too many calls from people trying to get back into my life again. I get upset because it's like, where are you guys at for 10 years? I needed you guys for 10 years to give me the momentum and to say, man, that's my cousin coming to my comments. Man, my cousin's talking that shit. Every time I looked up, my fat, unhealthy, bitch made, stupid, dumb, cop sucking, horrible parent, family. Some family member, something was saying something negative in the comments. Not once did they say, Man, that's my nigga right there talking that shit. I mean, y'all can't fuck with Simba. Not once did I go on their page, look at their page and see them share, man. Simba Ali, I don't know. He said some controversial shit, but man, I fuck with you, My nigga's funny. Not once. I got a clothing line, a food show, a live stream, a podcast. And my family and the friends, when you hear me say that, they sat out of all of it. I do not know. They never wear my clothes. They, they don't rock my, you don't see my, oh man, this is their symbol. Right, I'm rocking on their page. They all got social media pages. You don't see them rock. <laughs> Listening to the North Star podcast. Shout out, check out my cousin's food show. My cousin be chopped. My nigga symbol, man. My nigga, my. But I did that to everybody though. Whenever, anytime somebody started something, I, like I said, I ran ads, ads on my podcast for my cousin for free. I wore my homeboys who started clothing lines. I wore their shit like a billboard out. Knowing that me being the rapper names, you know, me being the one of the rappers from Minnesota, if I put that shit on my back, a lot of people see it. Man, where is that? It looks dope. I'm your walking billboard, bro. Of course. My cousin wants to do music. Man, put, I'm putting your shit on my shit, man. I'm always reaching out trying to say, let's do this thing together and let me help your dream. I'm not going to be... <laughs> I'm not going to make your dream come alive, just like you can't make my dream come alive. But you will know that my cousin Simba or my homeboy Simba fucks with me. It won't be a thing where, oh, does he fuck with me? Does he, he? Nah, he played my shit on his. He shouted me on his podcast. You know what I'm saying? He lets me know I'm fucking with you, my nigga. I'm here. Anything I can do, let me know. On my social media platforms, at least once a week, I'm going to try to, a hey, fuck with my nigga's juices. Hey, check out my nigga's book. Hey, here go my nigga's clothing line. Hey, here's my nigga's song. At least once a week. That's just how I feel. I try to put that in my brain. Let me get my nigga at least one day where I'm going to check out who I'm fucking with, who I'm rocking with right now. If you like me, you like my content, you you feel I'm that nigga, man, check this out. And I felt like that wasn't done back to me. Man, check my nigga's pop, man. My nigga got a food show. Man, check out the clothes. My nigga be making some ill shit, man, some dope designs. (sighs) So. But I'm not, I'm not upset, you guys. I'm very, very happy. I have a great life. I have a great wife. I have a great son. I have a great circle in my family. I'm happy. As happy as a, a faggot with a bag of dicks. <laughs> I want to get demonetized for that. God damn it. I to get demonetized for that. But that was a good. That was funny. I don't care. I don't care. All right. What am I watching on Netflix right now? I just got done yesterday watching they clone Tyrone. God damn. It makes so much sense that Jamie Foxx would do a movie on Netflix called They Clone Tyrone and then the nigga disappears for a fucking half a year and comes back looking like a goddamn clone. That movie, They Clone Tyrone, was some real shit. And it makes me think, is that how they really making these niggas? Because I swear to God, I don't think that there's no way a real black man could do the kind of shit that I see gangsters do from murdering each other to taking deals with policemen, to taking deals with CIA people in order to hurt our communities. You see black people taking deals with CIA to bring in drugs. You see black people doing murders for organs. Black people are doing the worst shit to, I'm like, I don't think we would do that to each other. But if we're clones, like fucking Gucci man, if we're clones, like Jamie Foxx looked like he's a goddamn clone now, comes out apologizing. Nigga went, in, nigga went into the hospital saying real shit. Fuck Jennifer Anderson, you Jew bitch. You little Jew bitch Anderson, nigga. You ain't no friends. And then that nigga went in the hospital and came out apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Nigga's a clone. Nigga that ain't got Jamie Foxx clone. <laughs> I'm just fucking right now. All right, y'all. Symbol Leaders a North Star Podcast. I just hit you guys with almost a two hour episode. You're very welcome. That's what happens. When I'm gone, I was gone, uh, but I'm back. We'll be back again tomorrow. Simba Ali, I hope you had fun and enjoyed the podcast. Anything else, like I say, fuck with that revelware. Click the link in the bio. Click the link in anywhere. Just look for the link. Click it. Look at my new store. It's open. The shit's dope. Buy something. If you don't got nothing to spend, take your broke ass